Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just $60, bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. What's up, listeners? Welcome to another episode of Thinking Outside the Boombox. My name is Ahmad, and I am your host. It is Wednesday, February 21st. Another beautiful day. Um, and you are tuned into Thinking Outside the Boombox, your number one source for hip-hop and R&B news. Straight like that. Um, welcome, everyone. To another episode. As usual, I'm excited to be your host for this episode. Got a lot of exciting things to talk about. A lot of informative, um, you know, topics. A lot of things to share with you. Um, we're going to do it straight down the middle of this episode. I have a um, song of the week, which was chosen by my lovely wife. I'm going to give you the press play segments and things you should check out, some things you should look forward to in the future. And in the Dig Deeper segment this week, I am going to um, shine the spotlight um, on a different sort or a different group of artists this year um, or this week, excuse me. Um, And they are called the Little Homies. So I'll get into that a little bit more later. You definitely want to keep listening to find out what that's all about. So without further ado, let's jump right into the song of the week. Uh, So as I mentioned, the song of the week this week was chosen by my wife. Um, And in the theme of, you know, Black Panther, we're still, you know, we're still you know, mesmerized by, you know, the Black Panther movie that we saw last weekend by the soundtrack that dropped the week before that. And in the spirit of the greatness that is Black Panther and Afro futurism, you know, she wanted to stick in that same lane. And, you know, before all that, you know, what was what and who was doing Afro futurism better than Janelle Monet? I mean, 
no one was doing it better than she was. Um, so, you know, she decided that the song of the week for this week um, is the, you know, the titular track from her Electric Lady album. And that song is Electric Lady featuring Solange. Now, Janelle, we miss you. We really do. We know you've been out here, you know, acting in hidden figures and moonlight. And we respect that. We respect how hard, you know, you work at at your craft and at, you know, these movies. But what about what about the craft that came before all that? What about what about the wonderful albums you were giving us? The Electric Lady, you know, it, it scored on, you know, my top albums list when it came out all the way back in I want to say 2013 did I not score it high enough Janelle do is that is that what happened did you need to be like number one because I can go back and change the records we'll pretend this never happened if it means that you will give us an album this year or even next year um alas you know there are no signs of that happening you know she's out here doing photo shoots um, with Jordan Peele and starring in commercials and whatnot. So we'll leave, we'll leave Janelle alone. And for now, we'll just remember the great music that she gave us. The song of the week is Electric Lady by Janelle Monet. Welcome back to Thinking Outside the Boombox. It is time for the press play segment. As you know, um, the press play segment is generally um, split up into three parts. Things you should check out. That's where I give you the music videos, the new songs that were released, all of the you know things in hip-hop and R&B that you should be paying attention to that were released over the past week or so. There's the rumor mill of the announcements. That's where I, you know, I talk to you about some rumors that are floating around, um, some album release dates that may have been announced or alluded to, just general announcements in the honor of hip-hop and R&B. Um, and then the upcoming and recently released albums. So this is the albums that were just released that you need to make sure you are listening to, as well as some ones that are on the horizon, you know, you know about a month out that um, you should be paying attention to. So let's let's start with the things that you should check out. First up, you know, there were a lot of music videos released, you know, in the past week. Um, first up is River by Eminem. This was off of his um, most recent project, Revival. Um, there was a video circulating around the internet recently of Eminem like coming home to some uh, woman that was recording him, and everybody thought that Eminem got caught slipping, and whoever his girlfriend was, you know, got him on video just being a normal dude. But it turns out that video was a part of the music video for River. Um, and River is the song that features Ed Sheeran off of Eminem's most recently released project. Um, and it's a decent video. You know, of course, it's no, you know, it's no stand. It's none of, it's not Eminem's best work, but neither is this album. So, <laughs> you know, you know, keep our expectations, you know, at a reasonable place. Um, but, you know, it's a solid uh, music video that has, you know, that visualizes um, a pretty interesting story. That song alone has a pretty, you know, deep um, and layered story in it. And the I think the 
the visuals do a good job of displaying that. So make sure you check out the music video for River by Eminem. Um, another music video that was released, Chrome by Rhapsody, or Chrome Ooh, um, is the full title. Um, Rhapsody dropped off another uh, video from Layla's Wisdom, you know, keeping the momentum going for her Grammy-nominated album, you feel me? Um, so, you know, definitely check out this video. It's a dope video. Um, Rhapsody is on fire. You know, her, she also, you know, has, you know, some good people behind her and she puts out great, you know, well-directed videos for her songs. So you definitely want to check this out as well. Drake released the music video for God's Plan and it tore up the internet. So, you know, the the whole premise behind it was Drake had like a million dollar budget for this video and he gave all the money away. So, you know, we had heard some things before the video was released about what Drake was doing. Like articles would come out like Drake went into a, a grocery store and paid for everyone's groceries, like $25,000 worth. Drake gave out a $50,000 scholarship, yada, yada. You know, Drake, um, you know, you know, went to this Miami high school and, you know, shot his music video there. So we heard these little snippets of what was happening. But then the video actually dropped last week. Um, and it was fantastic. So, like I said, he had a million dollar budget and he gave it all away. Like, you know, there's still Drake doing some like silly dancing to the song, but throughout it's inter interspersed throughout the video, um, are, you, you know, visuals of him, you know, giving money away to people, taking a, um, made in a hotel on a shopping spree with Antonio Brown, um, giving away cars to people that need needed them, you know, um, families that, you know, are going through hard times, giving them just stacks of cash, donating money to a woman's shelter, donating money to a fire department. Like he actually took this million dollars and he like, you know, made people's lives better. And, you know, I don't care what people are saying about, oh, but why do you have to, you know, advertise it? Why do you have to put it in a music video? I, I don't care about that. Like, Drake's a multi-platinum, you know, multi-selling, like, artist. Everything he does is going to be news. Like, it doesn't matter how, you know, he puts it out. Like, we're going to find out about all that anyway. But, you know, for him to take a song, like God's Plan, which, you know was pretty much just a radio hit that was, you know, Drake getting another hit, another, you know, feed in the streets with another song that they're going to dance to and quote, you know, for him to be able to take a song like that and make a music video that wasn't about that, that was about, you know, giving back. And, you know, he did a whole thing after the video release that was like for 24 hours, I want you to just do something nice for somebody else and then like tag me in it so I can just, you know, for 24 hours, we all just like being nice to someone else. And, you know, we can see, you know, the nice things that people are doing for people. And so while, yes, yeah, sure, it's great momentum and publicity at the same time, you know, he took his money and like, you know, did real things with it. So that's, you know, always applaud Drake for that. Drake's a, a nice dude that can't be, that can be disputed, you know. Um, so shout out to him for, you know, taking a, you know, a radio hit, just a regular radio hit and, you know, doing something, you know, next level with it. 
Um, music video that was also dropped is King's Dead um, off of the Black Panther soundtrack. This is the song that features J-Rock, Kendrick, Future, and James Blake. Um, and, you know, this song was announced that it would be the first single from J-Rock's upcoming album. And honestly, that's kind of how the video was treated. Um, we'll talk a little bit about the video, a little bit more about the video later, hint, hint. Um, but, you know, while all the stars had, you know, a lot of Black Panther imagery in it, there was none of that in King's Dead. It was like a really clever video that um, didn't really have anything to do with Black Panther. And I think that's probably because the song is, now that Black Panther has been released and all that, this song is going to start to be rolled out for J-Rock. You know, it's J-Rock's single. Um, and that's why, you know, if you look at, you know, All the Stars, All the Stars is on Kendrick Lamar's Vivo on YouTube. Like, it's on his his YouTube channel. King's Dead is not. It's on J-Rock's. So, you know, the video is fun. Um, they got some really great shots. Everybody's in it. Although I didn't notice James Blake, but it's possible that he was in the video. There were a lot of... Um, groups of white people and i don't really remember what james blake looks like so he could have just been thrown in there and i just wouldn't have noticed him because you know there was a lot of scenes where there were a lot of people in the scene so unless you like paused it and stopped to like check you might have never known but check out the king's dead video it's dope they're you know they keep rolling out great stuff for black panther and td in general so you want to check that out frank ocean dropped off a new song uh called moon river Apparently, this song, he dropped it on Valentine's Day. Um, this song is a cover um, of the song of the same name uh, from, uh, what is it? From Breakfast and Tiffany's, Breakfast at Tiffany's, I believe is the name of the movie. Um, I think uh, Audrey Hepburn, I want to say, performed it. Um, in Breakfast at Tiffany's, and so Frank Ocean covered it, and it's, you know, it's a typical Frank Ocean cover, you know, the same, you know, type of vocals, but, you know, if you're, you know, yearning for some new Frank, this is what you're gonna have to, you know, hold on to until we get something new from him, um, album-wise. Um, some other things you should be checking out, uh, Drum and Diplo dropped off a new song, and you know, I especially think that you should be looking out for this because it's unlike anything I've ever heard from Drum. Like, Drum, you know, makes a lot of you know, kind of silly and you know, like boisterous songs and you know, broccoli type songs, but this song, which is called Look Back, um, it's, it says Diplo featuring Drum. Um, but it's drum and like a, you know, vocally, you know, a performance that I've never heard from him. Like it's, it's like a ballad, but he's, you know, he's singing it really well. It's got some like, some heavy and some like, you know, some serious notes, you know, some loud notes. Like he's, he really has to like sing, um, on this and it was impressive. And, you know, I like to see artists that you know when they drop a song we kind of already know what to expect from them and like before we even hear the song we're like okay i kind of have an idea what this song probably sounds like you know in a, in a broad sense but you know i like when artists surprise us and like you know give us something completely you know different from that um and you know that's exactly what drama and diplo did here so you definitely want to check that out 
Um, Snoop dropped off uh, just yesterday an EP called 220. Um, it's eight tracks. Um, I'm mostly excited because there's a track called Everything that features Jaquise and Dreezy from Chicago. Um, he also has a song that features the Hypnotic Brass Ensemble. So, you know, I'm excited to hear anything with Snoop and like an ensemble. So um, that's on Spotify. I'm pretty sure it's on Apple Music and everything, too. So check that out. Final thing you should check out, uh, Atlanta Season 2. The trailer has been released, and I mean, that show is as much hip-hop as anything is, you know? Um, that show comes back for its Season 2. It's called Robin Season. Um, it comes back next Thursday, March 1st. So, like, get excited, because, you know, we we waited we waited a, a long time for Atlanta, um, because, you know, he took he took time off to uh to do his whole star wars thing so i'm pretty sure we waited like over a year you know for this to come back so um get excited i'm excited and the trailer is dope they've been doing these teaser trailers up until now where you didn't really see much plot of like what was going to be happening plot wise but in this trailer you actually do so check that out um rumor meal and announcement joey badass has announced the americana tour and that kicks off um, April 17th in Boston, Massachusetts. And he's going to be touring for a little bit over a month. Um, he's going to all of the the main places that you would, you know, think he's going to go to. Chicago, Minneapolis, Denver, Seattle, Cali, you know, multiple places in California. Houston, New Orleans, Atlanta, Philly, all of those. Um so definitely um, check out his website or also the podcast newsletter if you want to get tickets to um, see Joey Badass. You know, he had a great album last year in All-American Badass. You know, we um, voted him as the best concept album of the year in the Thinking Outside the Boombox Awards show. So, you know, we rock with Joey Badass heavy over here. So, you know, definitely go out and support the man. Um, next up, uh, Stevie Wonder, it is likely that he will appear on Travis Scott's album Astroworld. You know, I mentioned that Travis Scott said, and I think it was a Rolling Stone, uh, interview that he wanted to get Stevie, but picture surfaced of Stevie and, uh, Travis together. And so, I mean, why else would, you know, he said he wanted to get Stevie on his album and that he was trying and then a picture surface of him and Stevie. I bet we're going to get Stevie on the album. And honestly, I cannot wait for Astroworld. I think that, you know, Travis could make, you know, one of his best albums yet here, depending on, you know, if he decides to elevate a little bit more. But I mean, Drake, Drake uh, had a Stevie feature on Take Care with Doing Too Much, and I think that turned out very well. Stevie did his harmonica thing, um, and it was dope. Um, and I think Travis can also, you know, make something cool work in this collaboration. Um, shout outs to Black Panther. They had the largest uh, streaming week um, in soundtrack history uh, with this album. Um uh, what was it? Uh, I can't find it right now. Um, but they, you know, they went number one on, um, on the Billboard 200 list, and then I think they streaming they had over, uh, 
two, I think it was like 200,000 between, um, in the first week between, you know, actual album units and then like the traditional or, and then the streaming, like equivalent album units. So, you know, it's a big deal. It's a very big deal. Shout out to the Black Panther soundtrack continuing to Black Panther in general, continuing to, you know, break records. Um, Migos also breaking some records. Um, their Culture 2 album has gotten to 1 billion streams in just 20 days. So the 20 days it was released, 1 billion streams. That's pretty incredible. So, you know, shout out to Migos and them for doing their thing. Um, and, you know, they flooded the market. I talked about this last week. They flooded the market. And, you know, you're going to see some success when you do that. But you just don't want to sacrifice quality when you do that. Um uh, next up, Young Thug has announced that from now on, he would like to be known as Sex. And he, he wrote this in all caps, just capital S, capital E, capital X. Um, I won't be calling him that. I will continue to call him Young Thug if he is mentioned at all. Um, if you would like, you know, to honor his request, feel free to do so. I just wanted to give you the information. You can do with that as you will disseminate that however you want. Um, Two Chains announced the album title for his next album he didn't say when it would be released but you know he released pretty girls like trap music uh in april of last year so you know it's you know with his output he could definitely drop another project this year he says it will be called rap or go to the league um so you know you know he likes to have these witty and these like you know interesting album names so we'll see where it goes from there Bun B also announced a new album called Return of the Trill. That will be dropping on March 16th, so look out for that. Um, and then finally, some more Black Panther shoutouts. Eight of the 14 Black Panther uh, songs ended up and charted on the Billboard Hot 100 with all the stars leading the way at number nine. That's a big deal, man. You put out a project and eight eight like over 50 percent of the songs chart on the hot 100 like that's not easy to do um so shout out to them shout out to them uh all the stars was at nine pray for me was at 11 king's dead was at 38 x or excuse me 10 was at 49 the ways was at 63 paramedic 67 Big Shot, 71, and then Black Panther, 91. Wow. Wow. Um, so shout out to Black Panther. Upcoming and recently released albums. Uh, Kaz from Dreamville um, just last Tuesday released his album Affected. Nipsey Hussle released his debut album Victory Lap on Friday. Um on this upcoming friday earth gang um who you may not know they are um and maybe we'll have to do a uh artist spotlight on them in the future but they're a hip-hop duo from atlanta they're signed to they're signed to dreamville um and they're kind of like hip-hop neo soulish um but they're signed to dreamville they've done a lot of work with jid also from dreamville but they are dropping um uh a royalty EP on Friday with uh, an album, a full-length album coming later in the year. As I mentioned, Bun B is dropping Return of the Trail on March 16th, and then Tory Lanez is dropping Memories Don't Die on March 23rd. So that is it for the 
press play segment. Um, you can find everything that I mentioned in the podcast newsletter on thinkingoutsidetheboombox.com. After a short break, uh, I'll be right back with the Dig Deeper segment. Oh, yeah. Uh, this is the part of the episode um, where, you know, we we talk about some more big picture stuff, um, you know, get into some polarizing topics in the hip hop or the R&B genres. Um, and this week I wanted to bring the artist spotlight back. Now, an artist spotlight is generally um, a dig deeper segment where I go dig into the history of a certain artist that might not be super familiar um, with the listeners, with you all, um, and just tell you a little bit more about their journey and, you know, some music that they've released that you should check out and why you should listen to them in the first place. Um, and I've done a few of those in the past, you know, we did an artist spotlight on Jameson, uh, we did one on Chance the Rapper, we did one on Vic Mensa, um, and so I wanted to do another one this week, but with a little bit different you know a different spin on it because you know half of who I'm going to talk about is an artist but we're not I'm not talking about them because of and by artist I mean like a musical artist but we're not talking about them because of their music this is about the music videos that they've directed so you know you may have heard of the little homies you know if you've seen um, a lot of TDE or, you know, Kendrick videos, music videos. Um, and if you pay attention to, you know, the opening scenes of the video or even the credits, you notice that it would say the little homies as part of the the main direct the directorial crew. And, you know, I noticed this a few a few times and I was like, well, hey, who is the little homies? And, you know, a lot of the times, you know, it'll say day free and the little homies or day free of the little homies. And, you know, I always assumed that it was just what day free like to call the group of people he worked with, excuse me, to direct and create all of the music videos. And in a sense, I was right. Um, but what I didn't realize was that, um, you know, the group you know, the little homies is smaller than I thought and that it is actually just Kendrick Lamar and Day Free. They are the little homies. Um, so I wanted to spotlight, you know, and dig into that and give a history of the little homies and how this even came about. So if you don't know, Day Free is the co-president of TDE. So the founder of TDE is Top Dog. Um, I believe his name is Anthony Tiffith. Um, and then there are two presidents. There's Punch, um, and then there's Day Free. So they're both co-presidents. But Day Free is also Kendrick's manager, manager. So he handles a lot of the day-to-day operations of TDE, as well as having a large role in creative. Um, he's a part of TDE's in-house production team, Digiphonics, as well as the director of almost all of Kendrick's music videos, as well as Kendrick's live shows. So creatively, you know, most of the visual things that Kendrick gives us, you know, Dayfree has a hand in. 
And so Dave and Kendrick met when they were teenagers in high school. Uh, So they've been tight for a very long time. And, you know, they've helped and seen TDE grow tremendously, you know, in the 15 year span. Um, Dave Free was working as a computer technician at the time. um, And he found himself tasked with the, you know, the job of meeting up with Top Dog and fixing his computer. Um, He didn't actually know how to fix Top Dog's computer, but he used that opportunity to play top some of Kendrick's music because, you know, they had been tight um, and he was trying to put Kendrick on. And by 2007, Dave Free was president of TDE and Kendrick was, you know, their main signee. So he's been integral uh, to Kendrick's success for a very long time. Now, when asked about the little homies and, you know, how that started, you know, Dave said that the first unofficial music video by the little homies was Ignorance is Bliss. And that was on um, Kendrick Lamar's 2010 uh, project, Overly Dedicated. Um, He said that that was a turning point for Kendrick because it was when he identified with the sound that he wanted to go with. And, you know, visually they were trying to match that as best as possible with the resources that they had, which wasn't a lot at the time. So one of the things that Dave talks about um, is that they watched a lot of Martin together and that the show taught them an important lesson in that they don't need a lot of money to make a really dope concept because Martin was dope, but, you know, they didn't really have the, you know, the budget and the push that a lot of other shows did at the time, so they may do it what they have, which, I mean, is one of the main reasons why you get that episode of Martin with him, like, fighting, you know, the rat dog thing, which is just, like, a, you know, a little puppet thing. Like, it's, you know, they, they had a short budget, but they became one of the, you know, best shows, you know, of that era. And so that taught them a lesson about how they don't need a lot of money to make a dope concept. And you can kind of see that with the Ignorance is Bliss video, because it's like two minutes long. It's, you know, shot, you know, way different than, you know, you would see a video shot nowadays. It's just Kendrick in a car with Schoolboy Q, you know, that type of stuff. And so the official start of the little homies was this. So apparently Kendrick was sitting down in the studio and one of the other videos that they had worked on came on and, you know, they always collaborate with a lot of people in TDE. So there was a lot of names, you know, going in the credits and Kendrick said, yo, we're a part of TDE. We're from top dog entertainment. So let's change the concept of what we do together and let's make it a brand, like something that's underneath TDE let's just call it the little homies. So now when you think of little homies, you can think of creatives. Um, and Dave free said that, you know, that right now it was just him and Kendrick, but that doesn't mean that it can't involve other directors and other musical people. And that's exactly how they approach it. Like they are the little homies, but you know, they never, it, rarely do you see them just approaching things by themselves. Um, they always work with a lot of other directors to visualize Kendrick's vision. For instance, Alexander Alexander Moore's um, co-directed the I video with the little homies with Dave Free and Kendrick. Colin Tilly did all right in these walls. Dave Myers has done Love, Humble, and All the Stars. So, you know, while you know Kendrick and 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 Dave Free are you know you know coming up with a lot of ideas, you know they are you know also grabbing people, you know, from the industry to help them bring them to life. 
So, you know, mainly as Kendrick began to d- transition away from K-Dot, you know, the, the you know, personality that he had on, like, overly dedicated Section 80, that type of stuff, they felt the need to represent that change visually. And so they took the precision and the detail that Kendrick placed in his music and they applied that to his visuals as well. Um, and they're like, they're both heavily involved, especially when they work with other directors and artists, um, and they bring a lot of ideas to the table. And, you know, personally, and this is something I noticed, you know, their creativity really reached a higher plane when they started creating videos for To Pimp a Butterfly. And, you know, I remember when some of those To Pimp a Butterfly videos came out, like, all right, you know, for free, I, God is gangsta, all of that, that I was like, man, well, these are some dope visuals, but Kendrick wasn't really putting out visuals like that before this. Like, he had some cool visuals, like, um, uh, Poetic Justice, uh, um, uh, Bitch Don't Kill My Vibe, you know, he had a video for swimming pools, but, you know, visually they weren't on the level as, you know, what we were seeing from the To Pimp a Butterfly things. Um, for instance, in the eye video, um, you got Kendrick getting his hair braided in the club. You got him hanging out the car, rapping like the Joker and the Dark Knight, which apparently were both Kendrick's ideas and they brought him to life um, together with the little homies. You know, him premiering that little weird grandpa like two-step of his in that video the vivid colors ronald isley in the video etc in the all right video you got this these black and white visuals of kendrick floating throughout the entire video that was the little homies idea you got in the beginning the members of black hippie you know rapping in a car and then it zooms out and police officers are carrying the car down the street you got kendrick on top of the street light getting shot by the cop at the end with his fingers and falling and then smiling. Like there was a change um with To Pimp a Butterfly where, you know, and Dave Free talks about this, about how they wanted to make visuals that left people coming back for more for them wanting to, to, you know, be waiting the next Kendrick Lamar visual, the next visual by the little homies. And that's exactly what they did with these visuals. Like they began to craft very memorable um, visuals. Like if you think of some songs that really stick with you because there's a lot of quotables um, and things like that, like that's kind of what they did with these, these very detailed visuals and that there were a lot of memorable things. And a lot of these visuals were kind of grounded in like reality, but kind of blurred reality at the same time. Um, you know, for instance, in uh, one of his best videos, in my opinion, the for these walls, you know, you've got a lot of colorful, vibrant scenes with memorable moments. You got uh, Kendrick in the cornrows, cornrow Kenny, you know, juking with a girl and then he gets juked through the wall. Um, you know, Terry Crews and Kendrick hitting the Quan in the video, the whole sketch of Corey Holcomb. Um, throughout the video in the for free video you got Kendrick chasing um, this girl all around the house yelling about how his dick ain't free complete with the Uncle Sam costume and a live jazz band throughout and you know in the final scene there's like 12 Kendrick standing in the yard like they crafted memorable visuals that did not you know take away from the message of Kendrick's songs you know in the God is Gangsta video 
which is where Kendrick performs you and for sale, you know, he brilliantly portrays a drunken out of control version of himself for the song. And, you know, there's a lot of imagery in that one. And then you, you fast forward and you look at what they did with the visuals for damn. Like, I mean, we can't talk enough about the incredible imagery direction and production of humble, you know, how they, you know, what they did with cameras to get those crazy scenes, what they did with editing, like, you know, the, you know, they won six VMAs, you know, people don't think of, talk about VMAs too much when we talk about like hip hop and R&B awards, but you know, that they're really the main people who are giving out awards for music videos and they won six for humble. Like that says something. You got the DNA video also by the little homies, which is, you know, had Don Cheadle rapping DNA to Kendrick in the beginning. You got all of the incredible visuals with Rihanna and loyalty, um where i mean they made it seem like he hung rihanna off of a building you know they're sinking in quicksand that was the little homies you got the element video which was so full of visual content you know the damn video specifically definitely took on an ensemble style uh role like a lot of those videos you know i can think of um dna humble element you know there were lots of people in those videos you know a lot of times it was Kendrick being surrounded by a posse or a group or even like a mob and you know for them to be able to you know make that look so you know pristine you know and just the the thought of you know thinking of that and you know being able to to wrap that into a story is fantastic and then you have the Black Panther visuals all the stars, you know, was Afrofuturism, like the video was Afrofuturism all throughout the video, you know, you know, even to the point that, you know, they're being sued by this um, British Liberian artist who said that they took some visuals from one of her her own artwork um, called Constellations um, throughout the video. And it's I mean, to be honest, it's very close, like apparently they marvel reached out to her uh to use her work and she said no or something like that but um she's saying that they used her artwork without permission but anyway her artwork is very very african and you know the the visuals of all the stars are just like that you know um you know very royal you know royal vibes being given from that video super colorful and had africa represented supremely throughout and then of course you got the ridiculous king's dead visuals and while like I said, that wasn't very, you know, Black Panther-esque. You know, that was half of the Little Homies. Day Free, um, you know, co-directed that with another director. But, I mean, when you think about um, the Little Homies, if it's Day Free and Kendrick, most of the songs are Kendrick's songs. So, you know, he has a, 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 you know, a say in what goes on in these music videos. So, even if it's just Day Free of the Little Homies... Kendrick still had a part in it if it's his song. But the King's Dead video, like, what they did with cameras in that video, and if you've seen it, or if you haven't seen it, there's, you know, lots of different shots of, like, Future and J-Rock and Kendrick on a rooftop. And, you know, the camera, like, zooms in from, like, very far away. Like, so far away that, like, what camera can have these crisp pictures or crisp visuals of these three on these rooftops 
with this zoom like they should be blurry but you know they did these cool things with like high powered lenses where they could you know there's even you know Kendrick high up in a palm tree eating a lote um and they get these nice visuals with it they did a lot of cool things with like camera direction and you know like technical things like that to get these this hilarious you know visual you know there's Kendrick in the middle of a street at the end of the the video with like um buses you know and cars like going you know back and forth zipping past him and around him like they found a way to you know take that you know attention to detail and you know concise and precise you know um you know things that Kendrick brings to his music and they did that in uh vi- visuals and you know they're underrated because a lot of people don't even know about the little homies like you see the little homies on the creative visuals and you don't realize that it's just day free and Kendrick coming up with all of these amazing ideas and then getting people to help them carry it out um you know they talked about you know or day free talked about um how the most challenging concept for a video for him was i because all of their instincts told them to make something super positive and happy but they wanted to stray away from that and make something that would keep people coming back and that's why they had throughout those visuals like kendrick dancing and doing something that's normally happy but then he's got all of these terrible things happening around him you know he said the most challenging to shoot was poetic justice because you know it was shot in three different cities over two months. Um, they shot with Drake in Toronto. Um, then there was, you know, New York and then also L.A. But most of Kendrick's parts were shot in New York meant to look like L.A. because of timing and stuff like that. And apparently the Bitch Don't Kill My Vibe video, the timing was off. And because of some unforeseen circumstances, like shooting that video you know, a lot went wrong and they had to change some stuff up. He wasn't specific on what, but you know, us looking at it, I thought that video was decent, but you know, he said it was one of the most challenging. And then he said the most fulfilling video was ignorance is bliss. That first, um, that first video, unofficial video that got, you know, the little homies stamp. And he said, it's because it was the first one that they did together and that they could really see their growth and how they got to this point. So it was nice for them to look back and reflect. But, you know, you know, it's something that you want to pay attention to because the little homies, Kendrick and Dave, you know, they're making some of the best visuals, you know, that we've seen in hip hop in a long time. Like, I mean, three of of Dam's videos for from my standpoint from the thinking outside the boombox awards we nominated three of those videos for best music video um this past year you know with dna humble and loyalty like they're amazing visuals with a you know great attention um sp- spent on like the little things um and you know they're talking about how you know they want to get into film stuff you know they don't just want to keep it in house they're doing you know other people's videos you know they also did the video for 90059 by j-rock they did the video for uh um man of the year by schoolboy q and a couple other schoolboy q videos um they want to get into you know a lot of different things visually and i think that's a you know it's an interesting thing to see Kendrick who's killing it at just rapping also you know you know taking his you know 
you know, taking his his time to get into all these other different aspects of what he does. So, you know, curating the soundtrack like he did on Black Panther and now like becoming one of the, you know, a part of one of the best, you know, music video, you know, directorial groups that we've seen in a long time. Like they're putting out so much quality content. Um, So that's it. That's all I, I wanted to introduce the world to the little homies because I'd heard about them. I didn't know who they were, um, but I saw their name on a lot of different dope videos, and I knew they had to be related to TDE. But yeah, it's Kendrick and Dayfree, the president. They, you know, got together and was like, "Yo, we're doing something special here. Let's get our own brand under TDE of you know directing a bunch of cool stuff." And that's exactly what they did. Um, and in the podcast newsletter, I'll put a bunch of these um videos by the little homies um and if you're listening to this you probably already you already have the newsletter in your inbox or it's available on thinking outside the boombox.com but i'm gonna put a lot of these videos in there so you can see you know the evolution of the little homies and all of the really cool things like they're making videos that you have to just like songs you have to like watch or listen to over and over again because there's you get more and more out of it each time you see it like a lot of these videos like humble or element for instance um or even god is gangster there's so much happening in the videos that you miss some stuff and you know they they stick a lot of like deep and like deeper meaning things in these visuals so um i'll make sure you have all of that so you can you know look over this stuff but keep your eyes out for the music videos and i of course on this podcast will be letting you know about more but the little homies they're somebody to look out for you know they're really taking things to the next level can you imagine if they got the opportunity to direct a a movie or something like who knows where they could take it so that is it for um the dig deeper segment and thinking outside the boombox this week um one last announcement I forgot to mention this last week, but it was in the podcast newsletter. Um, You know, if you're listening to this, you probably already have a way of listening to the podcast. But um, Thinking Outside the Boombox is also now on Spotify. Um, Spotify does podcasts. They started like maybe a year and a half ago. And I've finally been able to get the podcast onto Spotify. So, you know, that information is um, on the website and also in the podcast newsletter. If you, you know, want a different way to listen. So definitely check that out. Tell your friends, um, subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts, you know, trying to get the ratings up, trying to get the more reviews and ratings I get, you know, the more, no, no, more, you know, the more we get noticed, things like that. So, yeah, thank you all for listening. You know what it is. This has been Thinking Outside the Boombox, your number one source for hip-hop and R&B news. I'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Peace. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.